When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Goodison Park. Hello, my name is Paul Wheelock and welcome to the post-game podcast to look back on Everton's rousing 2-0 win over Crystal Palace. It's a very happy Goodison Park this afternoon. Late, late goals from substitutes Dominic Calvert-Lewin and Cenk Chosen earned the Blues a third straight Premier League victory for the first time in 18 months and left an eighth in the table going into next weekend's trip to Old Trafford to take on Manchester United. This podcast kicks off with the thoughts of our Everton FC reporter Adam Jones and then our head of sports Dave Prentice. And then you will hear from Everton fan Max Carlisle, who I spoke to after we both got back from the game. And the podcast rounds off with audio from Marco Silva's post-match press conference. Enjoy. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Well, they made us wait for that one, but Everton have secured their third league win in a row with a 2-0 victory over Crystal Palace. In fact, the last time that Everton secured three league wins back-to-back was back in all the way back in January 2017. Win over Southampton and, and that 4-0 win over Man City was soon followed by a win over Crystal Palace back then as well. So, nice little symmetry to that, which I thought was quite interesting. But on the whole, I think the big thing to take out of this one was the atmosphere at Goodison Park for me. Like, it was absolutely rocking. It was bouncing after those two goals. And I spoke to Dominic Calvert-Lewin after the game and he thought it was for that last half hour. Like, And I think the pinpoint really is the that, uh, that penalty save from Pickford. You know, if that... If that goes in, I think it's a completely different game. But from that point on, the Goodison crowd were absolutely galvanised. They were completely behind the team, pushing them on for that win. I think on the back of that, Marco Silva made some really brave substitutions at exactly the right time. I think Andre Gomez was absolutely fantastic in his debut, but it was the right time for him to come off uh, when he did with about uh, 10 minutes to go. Uh, Bernard didn't have his one of his best games today thought his decision-making in the final third was a bit off. So it was right to see him being the first man replaced and uh, Cenk Tosin coming on. And it was great to see those substitutions having such a massive effect as well. You see that brilliant ball in from Adam Ola-Luchman. He seems to know exactly where Dominic Calvert-Lewin is without even having a proper look up. Uh, Calvert-Lewin's still got a lot to do with that cross. There's not a lot of power behind it. So to be able to beat Wayne Hennessy, who thought had a very, very good game, for Palace to to be able to be Hennessy from from that kind of range still took a lot and I think it was a really really good header at a critical time for Everton you know like uh, really good for him to get himself on the score sheet and then Cenk Tosin as well like long ball forward brilliant first touch to take it down into his stride power away from that defender and to be honest even even in the bad form the well I say bad form the disappointing form let's say that he's been in recently to see him slot that ball so calmly past Wayne Hennessy and never really had any doubt that he was going to put it in the back of the net and you know I've not seen Goodison celebrate like that in a in a good long while it really felt like 
the demons were cleansed almost from last season and it it couldn't really have come at a better time. We we've got quite a difficult run of away form coming up. Yeah, Man United next. We've got Chelsea and Liverpool on the horizon, but the home form's looking a little bit better. You know, we've got games against uh, Brighton coming up. Uh, I think we've got a game against Newcastle coming up as well. So the the, the home games are the kind of games that you're gonna be looking to win, and it'll be against sides who will set up in quite similar way to Crystal Palace. I think for the majority of the game, Crystal Palace uh, were quite solid uh, throughout. They put a lot of men behind the ball and they were very dangerous on the counter. I think what's unique about them is that they carry a lot of pace throughout their squad. So it was quite tough for Everton to break them down, but I think that will be a common theme for the next few weeks at home. So it is really nice to see Marco Silva's side finally break a team down like that. And it, it brings so much confidence with it, doesn't it? Like, not even just to the players, but to the fans as well, to get another three points on the board, move that little bit further up the table. And, you know, fingers crossed this run of form continues. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Well, this place is very quiet now, but it was absolutely bouncing half an hour ago after Everton scored two very late and very dramatic goals to beat Roy Hodgson's Crystal Palace 2-0. Very, very important win for Marco Silva. It's the first time in 18 months now that Everton have won three successive Premier League games. They deserve to. Um, it was a little bit uh, scrappy first half, but second half, Everton stayed true to Marco Silva's principles, uh, passed the ball around well and eventually got those two dramatic late goals and a great day for the manager. Uh, three substitutes all had a significant impact. Adamola Luckman came on and it was his, his cross uh, to his England World Cup winning teammate Dominic Calvert-Lewin uh, which made the decisive breakthrough in the 87th minute and then Cheng Tosin who, um, who Marco brought on you know, much earlier uh, absolutely stunningly taken goal. It was a long clearance from Michael Keane. Uh, first touch was sublime. Opened up a, an opportunity for him to run at goal. Showed a turn of pace maybe we didn't think he possessed and then uh, produced an absolutely storming finish at the end of it. So 2-0 uh, and lots and lots of positives. Uh, we saw our first glimpse of Andre Gomez. Um, 82 minutes he lasted and made a very, very promising debut. Um, used the ball very well, passed it very, very economically, uh, got more ambitious as the game progressed and I thoroughly deserved the ovation uh, that he received uh, when, he was, when he finally made way. It wasn't all plain sailing, I mean Bernard, who was so magical at uh, Leicester a fortnight ago, struggled you know, a bit today. Uh, Palace did defend very, very deeply, uh, found it difficult to chisel space there uh, and Richarlison wasn't quite as, um, as you know, decisive as he can be also. But Everton stuck to their principles, uh, carried on passing the ball the way that Marco Silva wanted them to, uh, and ultimately got the decisive breakthrough. So a lot of happy Evertonians here today. Uh, that's three successive wins, like I say, first time in 18 months that's been achieved. And uh, another statistic worth pointing out, I think that's the third successive game now that um, Everton have had 17 shots or more at goal. If I can just point out, only once did that happen in the whole of last season. So the style of football that uh, Marco Silva is you know, encouraging and is preaching is proving quite easy on the eye as well. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Hi Max, thanks very much for joining me on the post-game podcast. Uh, like myself, you've just got back from Goodison Park. What did you make of the, the performance and the win today? Very poor media Absolutely fantastic. I, I think we'll be reflecting back on that as a, a really huge win. 
Um, I think it got towards, I'd say, the last 10, 20 minutes. I was thinking, oh, here we are. You know, Crystal Palace are notorious for, for frustrating us. And, you know, they, you know, credit to them. They certainly had their game plan of being physical and, you know, causing, causing the game to hold up. And what the amount of times the referee had to blow up and, you know, for free kicks and whatever, it was absolutely ridiculous. But those free substitutions worked absolute wonders. And, you know, we're coming away with the three points, three Premier League wins on the bounce. And, with Old Trafford coming up next weekend, I think we, you know, full of, full of confidence. Talk about those substitutions a little bit more. When he brought Calvert Lewin on, and then Luckman with about probably think ten fifteen minutes to go. What did you make of it? Did you think they were brave? You know, at that point, because it looked like the the game was in the balance. I thought I thought it was absolutely brilliant. He was spot on with the time, and as well, he didn't leave it too late. I think. It was like around 60, between 60, 70 minutes where the lads kind of got threaded in. And as I said, I thought they were perfect because Bernard in particular and, and, and Walcott to an extent, they seemed like they were gassing. They seemed like they were, you know, running well. They were looking tired and that, that, that energy that those three lads brought in, in Tosin and, and Calvert-Lewin and Luckman, obviously all three of them playing the part in the goal. Um, who was it got the first one? Calvin getting the first one assist by Luckman. And obviously that thing that I put the cherry on the top of the key with Tosin at the end. And to, for, for players to be coming off the bench and having such an impact like that, it shows a healthy balance of competition in the squad. And I think, you know, he can contribute it all down to Marco Silver and, and the fighting spirit that he's brought to the club. Definitely, so a lot of credit for the manager, but out of the players, not just the subs, the ones you started today, you impressed for you? Um, I think you've got to mention Andre Gomez, obviously, his debut in Royal Blue at Goodison, and I think the, the, the crowd certainly warmed to him, and it, 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 was an, it was an interesting watch, because I think it's, it, it's, a, it's been a long time since we've had a midfielder of that ilk, almost, you know, I, I look at him and I just think, I hope you play like Mikel Arteta in his prime, and I mean, it's early days yet, and he doesn't see him anywhere near full fitness, but his attitude, head up, always looking for a forward pass. It's what you want to see in the players, particularly those who, who are in a holding role in that number six almost. You know, we we, can, we always complain when it's Schneiderlin and Gate, but they're together and, and, and argue that it's too defensive. But if Andre Gomez can kind of stake his claim to start there each week, I think we won't have any complaints about that at all. Not at all. But another big summer signing who was on the bench for the first time today, Yeri Mina. But has he got a bit of a fight on his hands, given uh, the way Michael Keane and, and Kurt Zuma are playing at the moment? Definitely, mate. I, I think he's spot on by saying that. And I think the centre-back partnership is in a lot of credit after today's performance. Uh, you know, they were battered and bruised, having to compete for many things in the air. Um, uh, I mean, they're not, they're not the most accurate in terms of where they put the headers. It does frustrate you when you see... Michael Keane in particular, you know, balloon a, balloon a really good headed chance into the crowd. But in terms of defensive clearances, I don't think you get any better than how he laid it on a plate for Cenk Tosin. That, that, that ball up the pitch was absolutely inch perfect. And Tosin duly obliged. Uh, and, and just on Zuma as well, I think he was absolutely brilliant. And Mina will have some, a real fight on his hands to try and get into the team. And it goes back to that competitive balance. It, it's good to see. But we don't have to rush him in. We can give, we can afford that leisure of giving him the time to, you know, become fully fit, so he can bring his best football to the team when he's ready. Just a word for Jordan Pickford. Already a big fan favourite was since the the moment he signed for the club, but he only enhanced that with that save today, didn't he? Oh, of course. It, it, I think the, the club needs to stop 
I don't know if you saw it, mate, but after he said that penalty, <laughs> the club's flashing on the board, England's number one. And, yeah. and I, I, don't, I don't think that's needed. I think the, the fans can take it away with that. But another absolutely fantastic performance, and you can argue that was, you know, the big, the, you know, the big change, changing point for, for Everton in, in, within the 90 minutes to knuckle down and say, oh, we are, you know, maybe we should impose ourselves a bit better than what we have previously. And by, um, the, the penalty save was absolutely fantastic and I had an air of Tim Howard about it I remember Tim Howard pulling saves off with his legs at Wembley against Man United in that shootout and you know of course as you said he's a fan favourite family and you know if his new contract's anything to go by he'll be a fan favourite for many many years to come well said just a word about the atmosphere today you were in the stands like myself what did you make of it? Oh, it, it was fantastic to see Goodson be be at one with the players you know we weren't on the players back and I think uh, I was talking about this before I think that may played in part that may be down to the referee and the amount of times the referee were blowing up against us or, or you know just blowing up for needless things that really kind of aggravate the, cat, the crowd and riled them up and it seemed to rile the players up in equal measure so as I said you know it was us against the world there the players and the fans on the same level which I think what would have been one of Marco Silva's first instructions really coming into the country because how divided of the fan base we were under Sam Allardyce, you know, it, it can't be understated how toxic it became. And, you know, I think that, as I said, that might maybe a key point in our season if we're going to, if we're going to go on to achieve something. Just a final one, mate. You, you mentioned this game in your, when you, in your first kind of few words to me. Man United next week, there's not much to fear, is there? You know, Everton on the back of three straight wins. United only got a, a decent point at Chelsea. It could have been three on Saturday, but they're not the side that probably they were in years gone by. No, and I mean, it's always a tricky one when you're talking about Everton away at the inverted commas, big, big six, because, you know, our away record is, is notoriously poor. I think, you know, you've got to go back to Roberto Martinez in that first season when we last beat Man United away. And so that it's kind of the, the big stage always seems to have won over of us, regardless of whoever we're playing to form. But as you say, United really, do, they, they don't seem to have that magic that they, you know, that they previously had in years gone by. And it's, it feels like I've been saying this for the last couple of years now, we've got to take advantage of that. And obviously with the confidence that we're coming off and the momentum that we've built... I think we'd be fools not to, to capitalise on it fully and I think we've got to take our A game to Old Trafford as we should every year and, you know, if we're really to make a statement about what we want to achieve, I think there'd be no better place than to prove it at Old Trafford. Max, thanks very much for joining mate and enjoy watching our match of the day too tonight. Cheers, Paul, of course, mate. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Mark, your substitutions change the game. Afternoon. Okay, you know it's football. Eh? Sometimes you you change, and everything goes well, like uh, happened this afternoon. The other times we try, and uh, it's not the same. But of course, in that moment, the most important uh, for us, we we tried, we changed a little bit the formation when we put on the game uh, Dominic, and uh, they did well. It's important uh, for us and for me as a coach when. He, the three players come in, they, they help really the team. And this must show us and everybody's ready to, to, to play and everybody's fighting for his position in the squad. Does it underline the strength that you've got in depth, that you've got players that can come on the pitch in the positions that you want them to and affect the game like they do? 
Of course, it's really important um, for one club, the hour level, is what we have to do, not just the uh, 11 players, but more than that. This, this moment is it's hard for me to, not just the starting level, but to, to do the squad list, but just in this way you can grow. We can grow as a squad, we can grow as a club. Um, of course, I'm happy. I'm happy because the, the three, they they come in and they, they help. Schenk, the last two games at home, came in and scored twice. And Lukman and Dominic, they are working really hard to, to achieve what they want, to play in our starting eleven. And this afternoon, they, they, they help the team. John's penalty save was obviously a crucial moment. After the World Cup with England, does he always have an aura about him when it comes to penalties? Of course, it's he has this quality, he has this this profile. He's he's solid in that moment as well. He can keep the the calm in that moment to to take the right decision, and it's important. It was an important moment uh, the match, uh, but at the end, I think we look to the looking to the match, analyze the match. I think we deserve the three points. Um, better second half than the first. Our first half, we did play like we, we wanted. Of course, Crystal Palace came here to keep a good defensive organization. The, their 4-4-2 uh, was good in that moment. Uh, Medial low block and create some problems for us. That moment we have to play faster to create. We just create one chance during the, the first half. Uh, second half, different, different. Uh, we create more chance. We won big number of corners as well. And at the end we scored uh, twice and we deserve the three points. Marco, what do you make of Andre on his first half? Who? Andre Gilbert. Did well, like we we expected. He's, he's working really hard and well. He's a player can give can give us different things in that in that zone as well. Of course, I'm happy with the, with the Tom with his performance as well. Uh, I knew and I expected a tough game this afternoon with the the our opponent. Uh, with a with a good defensive organization, medium low block, and we we need the the, the Andre to control the the ball to give different solutions for us in in some moments as well. A little bit different profile than than Tom. Okay. Okay. Three, three successive wins for the first time since January 2017. Do you, do you feel there's a bit of momentum building here as well? was our goal uh, to this afternoon to achieve the third, third win in a row. Really important for us to, to, to achieve the second uh, win in a row at home after two not good games against Huddersfield and West Ham. Um, and we did, uh, we did, it's important. I told you since the first day, I know what we are doing every day, but um, the most important thing after, if you can support everything with the results and good results, can grow the confidence to our players. Um, and what you are doing now, but uh, I want our squad ready to to react every every time. We can achieve not achieve a good result, but next week we have to react to, to achieve. Now we are in a good momentum. It's important we keep, uh, but you know Premier League is really hard, and every game is a different challenge, and you have to be ready for everything. You've been listening to the Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.